Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Q and A episode, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, have we have we started? I don't know. I don't know, but I'm recording it, so. <laughs> I'll put, I'm not, but I'll put like little clips of this in. Especially make sure to put in me saying this is a really good Q and A episode, but like right at the beginning, so people know that it's going to be really, really good, and that nothing, nothing weird is going to happen in this one. We promise. Nothing weird is going to happen. Nothing weird's going to happen this time, guys. Um, this is an incredibly professional Q and A that I definitely know how to start. <clears throat> Heather's here, and Ash is also here, and that cat that just ran past is also here. That was Jasper, and Jasper is also here jasper is also playing is going to answer some important questions um yeah q a season two season two is done hooray <laughs> season three is currently being written uh i'm just gonna see if anyone else has any questions but we have like literally 14 from Neil, so if no one else has no any questions, then we're still fine. I was gonna say Neil had it covered. <laughs> Neil's got it covered. Neil is perfect. <clears throat> uh I'm just gonna quick put out another call for questions. I saw the how many eggs can your fit can you fit in your mouth question. Ow! What the fuck? <laughs> Rich just bit me. It's because you were talking about the cursed egg. He keeps trying to bite me. I'm just trying to make water for he's, tea. He's just really fucking mad. <laughs> I have to stand at such an awkward angle to pour this water right now. So he can't reach me. <laughs> Why is he being such a bitch? I don't fucking know. Fuck your tea. Fuck your tea. Fuck your water. Fuck you, chicken strips. Fuck you, chicken oh. strips. Okay. So, fucking. Should we just start at the top? I have got some non-Neil questions. Ooh. Um, I have three non-Neil questions. Um, I have one from Juvie. Um, which I will do first, who is at... What is Juvie's at on Twitter? Uh, at P- Puddles McGee, I think. In, uh, at Puddles and then M-C-G-E-E. Um, boop, boop, boop. And I did get a Q&A, which I don't know if this is a still valid Q&A because I said before the final, the fi- final, the finale, um, 
and the finale may have answered it, but we're going to try. Um, where did it go? Okay, the question was, um, why is Kalen against the idea of assassinating someone? He has clearly ki- killed people in the past. And then I was like, question mark. And then when he kills Lynn's uncle at first, he's like, hmm, blood seems iffy, and then Lynn talks him into it. <clears throat> and I did actually like spend time thinking of an answer to this, which is, I mean, amazingly surprising that I actually thought of something ever in my life. And it's kind of along the lines of um, something being done as a job and something being done as... It's like something being done is something being done just out of nowhere, where all the other times we've seen him commit murder, it's been self-defense. But then also the finale episode came out and he didn't. (laughs) Thanks thanks for that question, (laughs) Ash. Who's my favorite what? (laughs) Boy. Or character, I guess. Um... Hang on, I'll finish this other one first. Uh, Uh, Yeah, self-defense and assassination are different. Are are different. Um, And then kind of, it's kind of covered more in the finale. So that question was sent before the finale. But it's covered more in, like, he he just doesn't care at this point. He does have, like, some morals. There are some people that he won't kill, but it's kind of like, oh, the bourgeoisie will kill them. Well, that's fine. They can go. I mean, I guess that's the difference between being paid to do something and, like, uh, gradually over the years, like, putting up, like, a mental block there and being just like, this is just a job, this is just a thing I do, versus, like, hey, we are actively going to murder this guy. And it's like, oh. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know about that one, Chief. So yeah, that that's basically it. It's just like the difference between. I I feel Kalen's moral code at this point is a compass. Um, <laughs> it's a broken compass. It's less of a compass and more like a child's roundabout at a park. Like, more like Jack Sparrow's compass. It's whatever he feels like doing at the time. Yes. Yeah, Kalen's moral compass is a Jack Sparrow compass. I don't know. There's some there's some very clever deep meaning in what I just said, but for right now I can't think of it. Um Kaylin's yeah. a bastard. Kaylin's a bastard man. Um so Ash asked who's your favourite? Who's your favourite character? Right now my favourite character, and I think it's because I have wrote, written them as much as I've written the others, and it's got to be Bex. Because I haven't written them as much, and they are incredibly fun to write. They're also very annoying to write, because I always have to like think what they're doing, and then also what all of the imps are doing. Um, but they are currently my favourite character, because they are new and interesting, and I haven't written so much about them, so I can just go off with them. But the same question to you two as well. I like Lynn. He's my trap. 
He's your what? He's my trash boy. Oh, uh, trash boy. Yeah. He is, trash. he is trash. Then oh. again, I guess so. The thing is, I think my favorite character is from season three. <laughs> just because as I've been reading through what you've been writing, it's just like um they just fucking rule. <laughs> and but I can't say that because no one listening knows who the fuck they are. I, I mean we could kind of like tease it. Uh it, f- first episode of the next season, you're gonna meet a character and I just I just absolutely just adore her. She's she's very good. She is she is great. <laughs> she's yeah, she's amazing. Um so listen to season three and you'll meet her. She is she's pretty cool. <laughs> she's um, so fucking good. Okay, so we've got two questions from uh for Targan who does a podcast. Um, Blake Sky, which you can find at Blake Sky PI um, on Twitter, and this is one I've been like trying to think of an answer to since it was submitted like three weeks ago, and I just can't think of it. And the question is: Lynn and Kaylin go and see a movie for a date. What movie do they go and see? And bonus points for what movie snacks they purchase? Ooh. Which is a very good question. I've been trying to think of an answer to it. But the thing... I've been trying to think of like what movies Lynn would enjoy. And I think Lynn is the type of person who tells everyone that he really enjoys like this French art house movie that no one's ever heard say, of. I was going to say foreign films for Lynn. Yeah. But he has, like... He watches like proper guilty pleasure films. Like, and those are the ones he enjoys. He really enjoys, like, trashy rom-coms and trashy comedies. And, like, not even the good ones. Not, he doesn't, it's not even, like, films so bad they're good, like The Room. It's genuinely bad films. Just like the, uh, fucking shitty Hallmark Christmas romance movies. Yeah, but you know what's going to happen. You're just like, can you just can you just get on with it? Yeah, like cookie cutter Hallmark Christmas movies, um, High School Musical. I feel he was a big High School oh Musical fan God. in secret. <laughs> and then, did they ever do like a sequel to High School Musical? I don't know. I feel he was very much into Glee. They did three High School they Musicals, dude. Yeah, did they and do three a- High School Musicals? Yes, and there was a TV show coming out on Disney. No, there is. Oh. Yeah, there is. It's what? a new cast. Oh, new cast. Okay. No. <laughs> nope. Zach Efron. High school surprise. <laughs> He's been in high school all these years. Someone set him free. He is a super senior. Super, super, super senior. <laughs> he keeps having to retake the... <laughs> he just keeps failing No, they failing graduated in... High School Musical 3. Did they? His yeah. exam came back, it was actually he failed math. Oh. <laughs> That's fair. But yeah, I think they graduate at the end of High School Musical 3. I know that in High School Musical 2, um, they're working at like a, a some like a country club thing? 
It's like a resort, and all I know is that there's golf, and Zac Efron sings very, very dramatically on a golf course. Yeah. You could tell me anything about High School Musical 2 or 3, and I would believe you. Vanessa Hudgens is in both of them. I don't know who that is. Fucking Gabriella. Oh, okay. Have you watched High School Musical 1? I did watch it, but it's probably 15 years ago. Oh my god. Okay. I can't believe we're going to have to make you watch High School Musical. (laughs) I mean, make is a strong word. We can make okay. a drinking game out of it and do what we did last time with the Adventure Zone. That wouldn't just absolutely die. Yeah, and they could get a full bottle of Fireball and drink it all in like two hours. <laughs> God. The, yeah, those are the kind of films I think Lynn is legitimate. I mean, to be fair... I've never been to the movies, like, as a date, just purely because it baffles me. Just, like, conceptually, like, I'm going on a date to spend time with someone and get to know them more, and movies are, like, completely antithetical to that, so would they see a film that you could just ignore? I mean, it's also a good gauge of, like, does this person have a similar movie taste to me? Yeah, that's fair. And in I... Lynn and Caitlin's case, the answer would be fuck no. <laughs> okay, but there, there's also the the thing of... Lynn would just go and see whatever film Caitlin wants to see. Ooh, so well, what film with Caitlin? Up... I mean, probably, like, It or Crimson Peak. <laughs> or, like, Crouching <laughs> Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Like horror films or martial art films? Yeah, I don't know why. I feel like I feel like Kalen's two favorite movies would be Hero with Jet Li or Crimson Peak. (laughs) Yeah, there is no middle ground. (laughs) Crimson Peak, I feel Lin would like just because he's gay and he would want to stare at um, Tom Hiddleston. The That's whole fair. time. I've not seen the other one, but I feel he just does not care at all for martial arts. Like, martial arts movies, he's just like, I don't see the point in this. Um, Hero is... God, that the movie must be probably, like, 20 years old at this point. Um, it's starring Jet Li, and it's, like, you know, ancient China. And he, like, goes to the Emperor, and he's like, yeah, I killed these... I killed these assassins, and since I killed these assassins, I get to, like, sit closer to you because it's a place of honor. Here's the story of how it happened. And then the Emperor's like, hmm, that doesn't sound right. I believe this is how it happened. It shows the events again, but from a different perspective. And then, like, Jet Li goes, ah, you were close, but, like, this is what happened, and tells another version. And it's just very beautiful and cinematic. And just, like, the visuals are amazing. But again, it's very much that, like, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, Wire Foo sort of stuff yeah. with gorgeous costumes. Yeah, I think, I think Lynn... Caleb really just loves costumes. I think Lynn can appreciate costumes. 
Like, he can sit and he can be like, yeah, this is a decent costume here. We'll go for this one. Yeah. I'm enjoying this film. I feel like he also would like the road. Yeah. Just again, it's a very aesthetic movie. I think Lynn very. I, I think Lynn has a lot of uh, opinions about uh, any movie adapted from a book. <laughs> of course, he does. <laughs> Let's be real. Kalen does. <laughs> Kalen would be that guy who's. Like, uh, well, his eyes were green in the book. God. We know his eyes were green in the book. Everybody knows. The contacts hurt his eyes. Get over it. I feel this is like an actual legitimate reference. It something. is. Daniel, uh, Harry Potter, Daniel Radcliffe wore green contacts for a little bit for the first Harry Potter movie. But, like, you know, he was a fucking child and they hurt his eyes. So they just took him out. Uh, which was fair. Cool. Um, Bonus points for movie snacks. Snow caps. What? Snow caps? Nope. Um, they're like these little chocolate dots, like kind of almost like chocolate chips, but with like little white bits on them. They're bad. They're so bad. <laughs> you look at them and you go, "Yeah, this is probably what a dad would get." Like this is just like, mm, "Why didn't you just get chocolate why did you get the chocolate with like junk on it oh okay um i know i've seen these before i googled a picture of them i know i've seen these before i don't remember what we call them oh yeah for anybody who's who's for anybody who's not american it's s-n-o Snow caps, C-A-P-S. I was gonna say, I've just googled snow caps, and apparently it's like a skin whitening. Nope. <laughs> yes, Caitlin eats skin whitener. <laughs> Crunch. <laughs> oh, they're like jazzles. That's what they're fucking called. They're ja- yeah, they're jazzles. Jazzles are good, though. Yeah, yeah they're, they're jazzles. I wouldn't call them good, but I feel like that's what Caitlin gets. Or, like, chocolate raisins. I feel Lynn just goes for standard down the line um, popcorn, but he is that extra person that's like, yeah, can you mix the uh, sweet and popcorn, please? Oh, what a prick. Wait, y'all do sweet popcorn? Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, toffee. Gross. No, not like toffee, like oh, not sugared popcorn. popcorn. Oh, just sugared no, popcorn. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Sugar popcorn sucks, though. Toffee popcorn Sugared rules. popcorn? Yeah, yeah, that sucks. Ugh. Ugh. No, Hello, it's... the American will take butter. Thank you. Surprising <laughs> nobody, the American will have butter. Just like wet popcorn. Yeah, yeah. that sucks. It's That's literally delicious. just melted butter on popcorn. That, but it's going to make so it wet and like sloppy. Yeah. Well, I mean, it dries unless you like put like a whole load on. Or you can just get popcorn that is like butter flavor and it's it's coat. (laughs) It's definitely not good for you. I'm just going to stick with grabbing a bag of Haribo's before I, uh, like, fucking Tesco's before I go to the cinema. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Exactly. 
Absolutely. Kaylin, definitely. Kaylin's definitely, let's stop at the convenience store, I'll hide this in my jacket. I genuinely once brought a, like, two litre bottle of, like, I think it was, um, I think it was Iron Brew, and then multiple packets of sweets that I just put in my backpack and just walked in with. Yeah. I walked into a cinema once wearing a cape for the sole purpose of hiding multiple tea leaves. Oh, I you- just have a big honking purse. <laughs> you could, like, so like, a cape specifically designed to smuggle, like, sweets into the cinema. You could, and that's my next sewing project. Thank you. You're welcome. I feel like Kaylin could do that, too. I don't know if he'd make a cape as much as just, like, this is a jacket so I don't look suspicious. <laughs> a non-suspicious jacket. Yeah, it's like, hi, I have a baggy jacket, because I'm a fucking hipster. So, audience, uh, fucking just bring sweets into the cinema, do it. No one can stop you. Yeah, what yeah. are they gonna do? True, what are well? they gonna do? Tell what? you, no, you cannot. Like, okay, I'm gonna do it anyway. What, are you, what will you do? Will you call the police? No, you won't. You're not my dad. <laughs> just, just look at them straight in the eye and just pound whatever you have. Just stare in the face. Like that, there was the oh. one who did that at an airport, wasn't there? Who like yeah. stared at the TSA in the face and pounded like a liter of brandy. Exactly, established dominance. <laughs> I did bring T-Pose. I think I think I went to see the Greatest Showman with like a fucking uni society, and I bought a flask because I was like, I'm gonna need this. <laughs> Which is actually how I think I made friends with um, Hannah, who is. One of my friends who like uh, she lives in Bristol now, but like uh, we, I was literally I was sat next to her and I was drinking out my flask and I saw her looking over and I was like, "You want some? You want? You want? You want some whiskey? You want some whiskey? Was it whiskey? I do not remember. It was whiskey. Probably. It was probably whiskey. Like it was either." At the time, it was either whiskey or rum. Ooh. Also good. I do just want to establish, if Kalen was told, no, you can't bring that in here, he would be that person to stand there and stare at them while he either ate or drank what King. Lynn would, Lynn would be in the background, like, absolutely dying. Of embarrassment. Holy this shit, this is embarrassing, why are you doing this to me? Because I spent a whole dollar fifty on it. <laughs> That's a whole lot of money. Copper piece. I paid for it. I'm gonna eat it. Okay. Question number two, also from Targan. Um, what class options would be the worst picks for Lynn and Kaylin? Like, what would Bizarro, Lynn, and Kaylin, and then Nil and Nerlek, which I think is Lynn and Kaylin backwards, but I'm dyslexic, so I don't know. Yeah. Uh, be yeah. like. I think both class options that would be the worst for literally the both of them would be um I'm my brain is saying berserker, that's not what they're called. Barbarian? Barbarians. Yeah, I definitely think um, for Lynn literally anything physical. Literally anything physical. 
barbarian I, I, fight a rogue. I mean, Kalen wouldn't be a great barbarian, but he also doesn't have any negatives in important stats. Uh, he would be a fucking shitty wizard, though. <laughs> <laughs> That's Boy, true. Um, yeah, be a no. terrible monk. Also, bad wisdom. Lynn would be a terrible anything that needs anything. What's Lynn's yeah, anything? What's Lynn's like charisma score? Because I'm trying to work out how good he'd be as a paladin. Because like the concept of Lynn sticking to any kind of principle is just. <laughs> um. So I do have a class, level. But... I do, do have a level. Do they need to be established principles, or can it be ones that you define yourself? Um, I've never actually played a paladin, so well, I don't if know. It, well, as the resident paladin fucker, um, I mean, yeah, I guess you could. If we're talking D and D classes, yeah, you can like homebrew your own subclass and make an oath that way. But, like, the existing ones are Ancients, which is, like, nature and shit, Conquest, which is a big fight, Crown, which is the crown, Devotion, which is, like, a religion one, Redemption, which is, like, that one's really fucking cute, it's, like, personal redemption and just making the world a better place, and then Vengeance, which is, fuck, this one specific person. So actually... I feel like I feel like Caitlin actually would be a good paladin based on that. Yeah, I don't think Lynn would. If we're going purely stats wise, Lynn would be a decent paladin because he does have a high charisma, which is hilarious. He does have a high charisma. It's just in the podcast we haven't seen it because he's only interacted with Caitlin, and he has the negative fate uh, trait of being an absolutely useless gay. <laughs> that is. I believe, minus five to your charisma score whenever you're around someone you find attractive. Because I have that (laughs) in real life. (laughs) I have that. (laughs) That's my real life. Yeah, he would be an awful paladin. It's funny because Lynn originally was conceived, like, the very, very first format of Lynn where he was created, he was hench because the idea was that he couldn't cast magic, so he tried to, like, get hench as a as a way of combating that but then I thought it would be funnier to just have this absolutely useless piece of shit I just tried that tried that for a little bit and then went mm, twink <laughs> actually fuck this <laughs> fuck this I'm just gonna make a twink <laughs> You with every single character you make. I I can't really talk because Kaylin and Micah are both Kaylin just hides it really well. (laughs) (laughs) My uh, fucking mouth words memory times. Kaylin's just better at hiding it. Yeah. I, I feel see I feel Lynn would not be a very good fighter. Like fire class, he just wouldn't be able to do it. I feel he would also not be a very good rogue because he's very—he's not very stealthy. <laughs> um, I feel like Kalen could make 
make those classes work, like especially rogue. Yeah, I, but, Kaylin is very rogue adjacent. I mean, rogue yeah. and bard are the same class. I they know are. they aren't, but they are. Yeah, Kaylin. Kaylin is like statted as a rogue. Just happens to have a lap guitar. <laughs> I just... <laughs> anyway, what's the next question? I'm begging you. Uh, Did well, we answer not... the question? Yeah, it was what class would the antithesis oh. be? Yeah, okay, okay. So we did answer the question a while ago. And I hope you're. I love how you were saying, like, oh, we'll get on to serious questions, but we're now on to the Neil questions. Oh, delightful. Um, absolutely delightful. Uh, the first one, this is in no order. Uh, if you and Heather. And I guess Ash as well had to put boiled eggs in your mouth. How many could you fit? I have a very small mouth. I think. One. Do they need to stay whole? It's not stated in the question. I mean, also, are they in their shells? Because like shellless boiled eggs are kind of squishy. It's not stated in the question, so I feel anything goes. I feel like if it's a hard-boiled egg, if it can be in pieces. Maybe three? If it was like a paste? Yeah. (laughs) And then one if it had to stay whole? I feel one if it had to stay whole. I feel two if it had could paste. I don't have a very big mouth. I could probably do two if it had to stay whole. I'm not confident I could fit one in my cheek. Like a chipmunk. (laughs) I'm pretty sure it would just have to stay like in the Central portion? Question mark? In between the teeth. Yeah. See, I'm now doing a Heather and looking at my see if anything I have is egg size slash shape. But the issue is the only thing I can see is a beholder mini, and I don't well, feel that helps. Well, Griffin, just, just pull a Griffin's amiibo corner. Put him in your mouth. If you're uh, cold, they're cold. Update. I couldn't even get it in, like, past my lips. I'm going to have so much fun taking audio clips from this episode and just just having them. Just having them in your possession. Just having them in my fucking repertoire so I can just whip out you saying I couldn't even get it in. Oh, yeah, well, okay. <laughs> No, I already said my whole thing, like... Your whole thing wasn't bad, though. It could have been worse. It could have been worse, and I was consciously trying to make it not worse while I was saying it. I thought you were going to be saying something about fingering. No, Uh, I saved those takes for my Twitter. Good, very good. Um, Question number two from Neil. Main characters are breeds of dogs. Go. Shit. I didn't know exactly what Lynn is. I just don't know what the type of dog. So I'm going to tell you my Google search here. Dogs that look like 70s people. Alsatians? No. Dogs that look like 70s people? Yeah. Okay, send us a picture of the example. Yeah, I will. Um, dogs wearing flares. Because I'm thinking of a poodle right now. No, it's not a poodle. 
It's, oh god, it looks like someone's just walked out of the 70s. Are you sure? Yeah. Long-haired skinny dogs. Are you sure what you're thinking of is a dog? Yeah, here we go, here we go, here we go. Okay, what's it called then? um... Afghan hound. Yeah. Afghan hound. Afghan hound. Lynn is an Afghan hound. Of course he is. (laughs) Just tall and skinny and hair. So what's Kaylin? I don't know, but these dogs look like they want to talk to our manager. (laughs) So many of them have just the sideways flick, and it's like, ma'am, why have you done this to your dog? (laughs) I feel... Uh, I feel... Yeah. I think Kaylin will be a greyhound. Or a Saluki. So the question is, what's What's Micah? Because I'm I googled dog breeds and all that's popping up is pictures of Chihuahua Yorkshire Terrier mixes. <laughs> oh, golden retriever. Micah's one hundred percent a golden retriever. Aww. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Golden retriever for Micah, definitely. I'm trying to think what Bix would be. I'm mean, gonna such fancy dog. I don't know anything about dog breeds. I'm just looking at how cute they are and how cute I think the characters. Are. <laughs> Okay, so Salukis seem to be greyhounds with fluffy ears. Yeah. Just I feel... A picture of a pillion. Yeah, I that's what I was so going to say. Um, I feel uh, Bix is, like, a very excitable... But, like, very excitable. Mm. There's a picture of a papillon next to, like, a toy of the same papillon, and it's one <gasps> Pavillon puppies. Oh fuck. Oh my god. They just look so happy with their life. So yeah, that's what dogs they'd be. I should have done that one last. So I just want to look at pictures of dogs. <laughs> yeah. Okay, this is like a vaguely serious one of why did you start recording the podcast? I'm so glad that we're going from pictures of dogs to a genuine serious question. Yeah, I've got to keep them on their toes. (laughs) (laughs) No middle sliders. No middle sliders. Um, Essentially, I uh, had to do some audio stuff at work and I just put on Twitter, like, because I, I needed to do some tests before I went in and did the actual thing, so I needed a lot of stuff that I could read out. So I started reading out um, just, like, drabbles that I'd written, and then I thought maybe I could do something with this, and I decided to try and do something with this. And then I had to, like, actually start write, like, write the whole thing form instead of... I think there was probably six months between, hey, I should start doing this just to, to releasing the first episode, because... Um, I had to actually write everything out, which my writing style generally is, hey, this is a fun scene that I could write, and then I write that, and then I don't write anything around it. So actually having to write something chronologically was a bitch. There you go. These are all, like, actual sensible questions. I might go through them real quick. Um... Do the actual sensible ones that are boring. Um, sorry, now. <laughs> um, what's your recording setup? Uh, 
It's very professional. I have a Rode Podcaster mic um, that is set into a cardboard box that has some soundproofing on it um, with a hole cut out of the bottom that I stick the podcast mic into because I couldn't be bothered to get a podcast stand. And then I just, that's my recording. And then I use Audition. That's it. I'm sorry if you want more technical details. I don't have Um was recording the second season harder than the first or easier? Um, probably a lot easier because I'd gotten more into the flow of things and I knew what I had to do. Um, for example, when I recorded the first season, um, I was a complete fucking idiot. And I did, <laughs> I did separate files for each part of the recording. So I would record, I would record until I made a mistake. Stop and then save that file, and then start another file, and I make a mistake roughly every paragraph, so I think the first episode was made up of something like 34 different files, and then I realised I could just pause it, (laughs) start again, (laughs) and I realised that around episode 4 of the first season. (laughs) You, you recording season one is that Twitter thread of um, game devs talking about the shortcuts they took in their game, and mm-hmm. how like in I think it's in Gone Home, like every sliding door is just a draw texture turned on its side. <laughs> That's you recording season one. Yeah, it it was very fun. Also, the editing now goes a lot quicker because I now I've like set up things in Audition because I to say like this isn't what I absolutely know I need to do. So there's not like fiddling around with it as much. I'm just the Q and A episodes are different because there's more than one person talking. I have to do it differently. But just the normal episodes, um, I could probably get one now recorded, edited, and out in probably about an hour if I have to. Um. So yeah, it's a lot quicker. Uh, what's the thing about me? What's the hardest thing about making the podcast? Marketing. Fuck that. I don't know what I'm doing. Um, I went to an audio drama um, meet last weekend, and my attempt at marketing. Someone said, "Oh, you have a podcast," um, and I responded, "Yeah, don't worry, though it's shit." <laughs> Um, so marketing is definitely the hardest. I wish I could get someone else to do all the marketing for me. Um, it's really difficult because like whenever you look look at a podcast, first of all, everything is based around like talk show type podcasts. Like there's very little for audio dramas. And then second of all, pretty much everything is like, tell your friends to listen. Like, great. I don't have any. <laughs> How to market a podcast? So a loner and a loser. Um, marketing, hardest part about making a podcast. Are there any more serious questions? Um, why did you start making the podcast and what have you got out of it? I've literally already said that. What have I got out of it? I don't know. It's a fun experience. Okay, now we're back into stupid questions. Why no character called Awful Gary? I'll be sure to put that in my editing notes for season three. 
Yeah. I mean, I am running a... Um, I am running a character naming competition right now, which I think I originally said ended yesterday, and I, but I haven't had any submissions, so I don't know what I'm doing. I could call one of the characters Gary. You can. Because... You have the power. Seeing as I've had no submissions, that means that that automatically wins. So... Arguably, coming in. Yeah, right. arguably that is the only submission. Yeah. Also so Gary, Ga- season three. Watch out. Gary's coming in season three. Watch out for him. Um, the next question is, can Micah get it? Yes. <laughs> next <That's it>. question. <laughs> next question. <laughs> Why was I not made king of canon? Um... I think the answer is found within these questions. Well, I mean, I believe he was. I believe last episode, uh, yeah. last Q&A, we did declare. We did Neil declare that Neil was king of canon. Like, whatever Neil says is actually canon. Um, this is where we find out whether or not Neil listens to the Q&A episodes. Whatever Neil says is the real legal canon of this podcast. I am secondary. Everything that is canon comes from Neil and has to be confirmed by Neil. That's canon now. <laughs> um, another question, where does Lynn get his suit? Um... Lynn actually gets his suits tailored. They are all uh, purposefully tailored to him. And they're all actually tailored by Bix. Um, which is something I might go into slightly more, but I've done um, a ridiculous amount of character building around small characters that didn't need a lot of character building. Um, one of which is that... Um, Bix is like a fully trained tailor. He can like sew and tailor outfits, which half comes from their like gender fluidity. They want to make clothes that they feel comfortable wearing, and also because they're a tiefling and they have to get around the tail and they have to get around the horns as well. Um, they eventually just got to the point where they're like, "Fuck it, I'm just going to make my own clothes," and so now they make all of their own clothes. So that's where gets his suits. He, he gets them from Bix. Fun fact. And then the final most important question. Did you ever make a pot noodle and not time it and think, yeah, that's been long enough, but it wasn't, and when you took that first bite, it was all crunchy? Um, I have not because I don't believe I've ever made a pot noodle what i the thing is okay so i've had like instant ramen like packets like the ones that just come with like the flavor sachet inside of them and you just dump everything into boiling water and just sit for five minutes fuck about on twitter and then be like that's probably good and then you stab it and it's like limp as anything and you're like oh well it's edible (laughs) um but i've never undercooked them i've never undercooked them purely because it's always too hot for me to eat straight away. I feel like by the time 
it's um like by the time it's cool enough for me to eat then it's cooked enough it's not like you take it out of the water that's cooking it so yeah yeah it keeps cooking obviously after you um this from the second you put the water in it's still cooking Barry, I have realised you have missed one question that's really, really, really important. Wait, where is it? In the responses to the same... It's in the same response chain. Um, if you and Heather, you, Mary, if you and Heather oh, swapped yeah, height, yeah. what would be the first thing you did? I forgot about that one. Um, so first of all, we need to say our canonical height. Canonically? I'm six foot one, and which is like I... 180 something centimeters. I don't care. I don't know. You <laughs> look it up. Canonically, I'm five foot two, which is an amount of centimeters. I think it's about 160. There's no way you're only five two. You've got to be at least five three, five four, because you're not that much shorter than. I got measured like five. I got measured at the doctor's, and I was five foot two. Your doctors are lying. Mm. It well, may have been shoes. It may have been shoes. For anyway, me or for you? I'm... For me. I'm oh, at least half a foot, if not like 10 inches shorter than Heather. Also interesting, because of the way proportions work, Heather's hip is around the same height as my chest, as like my ribs. And Heather's step distance is literally double mine. It is incredible walking around with Mary because I live in Plymouth, Plymouth, England, and um, it is all hills, so when they come down to visit, not only are they faced with trying to keep up with me, they're faced with just, just up and down constantly. Yeah. Like, I live um, in the Midlands. I live, um, yeah, I live in the Midlands and it's quite flat. So, like, I walk a fair amount um, each day. Like, at my lunchtime at work, like, each lunchtime I work, walk, like, three miles just to do something. So I walk a fair amount, but it's all flat. I don't have to deal with hills. And then I have to do hills, and I'm like, this is as, this looks like I've never walked anywhere in my life. <laughs> like this makes it look like I've never actually walked anywhere. You're an infant learning how to walk for the very I, first time. It look makes me look like an infant child, and also the fact that Heather is a lot taller. Than me. So my walking pace with Heather is three steps normally, and then a little run, and then three normal steps. But the the very first thing I did uh, will would do as Heather is I would go to the Sainsbury's near where I work and I will get some Red Bull by myself without having to ask a stranger to get it for me because it's on the top shelf. <laughs> That's I, I have multiple times been asked in supermarkets to read something down for people. My favourite was the really old lady who just turned it because I was out with um, Rosie, my friend, who was also quite tall, and this very short woman, like five foot at most, just turned around, saw us both and went, ooh, 
could you help me? <laughs> we were like, yeah, what do you need from the top shelf? <laughs> what What do you need from up there? What do you need? What do you need? We can see all the way up here. What do you need? Um, I don't know what I would do if I was sure. Probably stand up. So, I... My bedroom is an attic. And while it is very aesthetic, um, it is so hard to stand up. Literally, if I stood up to my full height right now, I would put my head through the skylight that is above my desk. (laughs) And frequently, because obviously the plugs are at the walls, but they're at the walls where the roof slopes down. So I will go to the wall to plug something in and then I will be forced to continue basically bowing as I back out to the point where I'm confident that when I straighten up, I will not bash my head against the ceiling. You just have to bow in reverence to the plug. I have to I have to give um, sufficient reverence to the plug so that it functions and charges my electronics. So I think what I would do is stand up in my room. You can't stand up everywhere in your room, though, because I have hit my head in your room. Oh, it does slope, like, to probably three feet by the time it hits, like, the wall and goes straight down. But, like, I would at least be able to stand in more of my room. Oh, I would also shower, because I would be able to stand under the full spray and not have to, like, hunch over like I'm some horrible gremlin man trying to wash my hair. I've never had that problem. Yeah, lucky you. Ever in my life. Lucky you. I My neck bones fucking hate me, man. (laughs) I think I have a suggestion for what Barry would do, but I do want to hear what they say first. I was going to say what you could also do, if you were my height, is sleep in the little perfect Mary-sized hole in your bed. Uh, Yeah, so another thing, I have like it's almost a fireplace in my wall, but yeah. it's really, really long and like a semicircle. And my bed fits straight into it, so I can actually sleep in that, but only if I tuck up. I have to whereas, go like fetal, whereas Mary can just lay in it flat. Yeah. Ash, what it's... was your suggestion? I'm very interested. I want to see what Barry says first. Oh, I, I just, it. I just said I'd reach, I'd go and get Red Bull from the top shelf. Oh, that's it. Yeah. That's the um, my, my, my immediate thought: if you were as tall as Heather was, you would definitely slap the top of a door frame. Oh yeah, no one. Yeah, now you've said immediately. that. Yeah, I would immediately. That would be the first thing you did. Yeah, um, I have like, I don't know if it is because I'm a sh- short person. But and it it happened when um, I went to visit my friend Sting last weekend. We were walking through Tesco's, and I was just for some reason trying to reach the the signs that they had, and I was just jumping and like trying to hit the signs. This was at like two a.m. in the morning, and I hadn't. Um, and he just walked over, and I think he's about three, and he just touched them, and he was like, "Why?" He was like, why do you feel the need to want to touch? And I said, I just want to touch like things that are above me. Even if yeah. it's something that does not look like 
something that would want that you would want to touch, I want to touch. <laughs> so yeah, there's that's Ash knowing me more than I know myself. Right there. That's valid. I think that's everything for the Q and A episode. I think that is all the Q's eight. That all the Q's have aid. Uh, yeah. I should probably like think of doing like announcements and stuff. Um, yeah. Go and check out Heather at Nasafo, N A S A P N A S A P P H O. Go check out Ash at Returner44. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to. I don't really do anything except shit posting in this archives. Yeah, that's true. That's <laughs> I, to be fair, I don't do much either. Oh no, I make horrible photo edits sometimes. My pin post is still Paul Blot Molecop, The Phantom Menace. Yeah, that's <laughs> a. Yeah. Heather makes good memes. Um. Occasionally. Not occasionally, quite often. I will also um, occasionally, I'm currently working on some political poetry because they keep posting me conservative manifestos for some fucking reason. Not manifestos. <laughs> fucking the whole manifesto. They keep posting me conservatively. They just keep putting it through the door. <laughs> That's pretty much what they are. They they are just like really shitty condensed manifestos, but they keep giving me them for some reason, so I'm cutting them up and making them into poetry. Yeah. Um. And so, yeah, look for that. Those are quite good. If you like UK politics, which if or, like, or US politics, if you like politics, um, in terms of the poetry, um, me pretending that my local Lib Dem councillor is an eldritch being. And then in a separate poem, implying that he's just really, really pro-weed. <laughs> I love my degree. It's very good. It's very good and very it's useful. It's a really good, useful degree. Um, Podcon UK. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Um, Heather and I are going to be at Podcon UK on the 1st of February in Birmingham. And you can check out their Twitter at Team Pod UK. So yeah, we will both be there. I will have some merch. I've got some very good merch drawn up. Um, so definitely come and get some merch, or just come and say hi. Um, we'll have drank a obsessive amount of caffeine, probably. Um, but we'll be there, and I think that's everything. Trans rights. Um, trans rights. Trans rights. Um, go to at flying underscore fate on Twitter for more updates on this podcast. Um, you'll find links to the Patreon there. So <laughs> you're better at this than I am. Um, wanna, I was just like guessing. <laughs> you want to slide Mary a little bit of money to keep this going? It would really help. Yeah, it would be useful because this is like it all comes out of my pocket. Um. All of like the equipment and stuff. I'm gonna be starting in the new year doing a lot, um, a lot more stuff on Patreon. So doing like Patreon only drabbles and some Patreon only recording. Um, the new season will be out in the new year. Um, I'm taking a little bit of a break over Christmas and New Year and everything. Um, but the new, the first 
episode of season three will be, let me just check the calendar, on the first Monday of January, which is the 6th. So, yeah, I hope you come and join us for season three. And again, you will meet Heather's favourite character. (laughs) My dream girl. My dream girl. Heather's dream girl will be there. Yeah. So, subscribe to everything now so that you get updates the second uh, the start of season three goes live. Yeah, you will get an instant idea of stuff that's going on in season three. You'll get there before anyone else. And then you can write cool fanfiction. Or you can just add us on Twitter and be like, I listen to your podcast. <laughs> just add hey, uh, nothing yeah. else. No comments on it. Just at us and say, I listened. Just, I, yeah, just at us with, I did a listen. Out of flying underscore listen. fate. I heard. <laughs> I heard this. I heard this. I used my ears. <laughs> I heard this. This was delivered to my ears at some point. Yeah, that's about it. Thank you for listening um, to this. I will probably do the same with this Q&A as I did last time, which is release a condensed version the first time uh, on one week, and then next week release an, a, like an uncondensed version. Uncut. Which has, and yeah, the uncircumcised version. That the ears named that on my computer, those other ones with oh. the, uh, the last year. Thank God. Last year, last season. There's circumcised and uncircumcised. Um, But yeah, thank you. Cool. Bye. (laughs) Bye. Bye.